down the bitch gang. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop with one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to Five on the Floor live here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick at Five Reasons Sports. i got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. Alex Toledo, you can follow at Tropical Blanket. And Greg Sylvander, you can follow at Greg Sylvander. We'll get to... All the specifics of this game in a second and to your comments. But before we do, want to mention our sponsors. Starting here with Prize Picks, use the code 5FIVE. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. You got to deposit the money to get the money, but then it's free money. That's how this works. So put down the code 5FIVE upon your deposit and you get it matched up to $100. They got more than just the NBA there. You can play the Stanley Cup playoffs. Panthers are going to be going to a game five in their series. You can play that. You can play MLB, MMA, golf, boxing, NFL futures. It's all on there. Go to prizepicks.com or the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. We'll tell you about our other sponsors a little bit later in the program. Do want to get, though, to what happened tonight? The Miami Heat have their series extended. Uh, it's going to go six games now. Game five excuse me, game six will be on Friday. We don't have a definitive time on that yet, although likely 7.30 or 8 o'clock in Miami. And a whole bunch of things happened tonight that honestly I don't think are sustainable for a game six. And and I'm going to start there. Uh, First thing, the Heat didn't play very well. Um, And mostly they didn't shoot very well. And the poor shooting bled into the defense. Uh, But also, look, A, you didn't get playoff Jimmy tonight and – in part because I don't think Jimmy looked 100%. And that's not an excuse, but he looked like he was a decoy for a good portion of the game. He was not exploding off the ankle. I don't know if that had anything to do with Josh Hart getting in his airspace and kind of that particular play. I'm sure we'll find out more about that. But either way, he didn't look totally right today. And as far as the shooting goes, until Duncan Robinson started getting going, and with the exception of anything Max Struess was doing, the shooting looked a lot like it looked during the regular season before it kind of fixed itself in the playoffs against Milwaukee. And the reality is they haven't shot the ball that well in this series at all, actually. It's just that tonight was the night that it seemed to bleed into the defense. This game seemed a little bit desperate uh, from Eric Spolstra also, and we'll pivot to that as we go forward. I haven't seen him use the hack a player in years. I can't remember the last guy he did it against. In fact, I remembered him kind of criticizing that particular move in the past, although maybe I'm going crazy, but I I believe he has uh, in the past. And today he hacked Mitchell Robinson. And to be honest, it backfired. Uh, It looked like he was trying to protect some of his players as he was earlier in the zone, but Mitchell Robinson making the free throws got the crowd going a little bit. And you ended up giving up more points per possessions on those possessions than you would have if you had just played defense. So that kind of backfired. And then late, Um, It was Duncan and more Duncan and more Duncan and more Duncan. And I kind of, I understand it because he was the one guy that was getting going, but I do think if Jimmy was right tonight, there would have been more Jimmy late. And so that's, again, without making an excuse on it, it did look like he was hundred percent tonight. And so we will see over the course of the next 48 hours, what happens. I'll go to you, Greg, first on this. Let's just get to the overall performance uh, tonight. I thought this was kind of a C plus performance from the heat. 
Yeah. That almost was enough, but I wouldn't give it a better grade than that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not leaving this game feeling terribly troubled or panicked or anything like that. I will say when you see Jimmy only have 12 field goal attempts, he did get to the line. So, I mean, there we he was aggressive in his own way, but it wasn't the kind of Jimmy stuff that we're normally seeing. He wasn't as fluid with his m- movement. So the mobility is in question. And I ask, when, when did that happen? Because last I saw, he was dropping 28 and, and he looked fine. So um, I'm interested, like you said, to see how Jimmy uh, looks in game six. And if we hear anything about another kind of um, ailment that he may have. I thought Bam really played well for stretches tonight. It's good to see that uh, a guy like Duncan Robinson is getting – back in a groove because back home maybe that'll be something that could they could build upon so to me this still boils down to when you look at this team in new york it's barrett it's randall and it's brunson and it's what they're doing individually and if they can't get enough from those three guys they don't have enough and tonight they got enough brunson went off the other two were respectable and so that's what they have to limit it's an outlier to me. Game six is where they'll close this out, but something to watch and we can't run from it is I just don't understand why Jimmy would look so different. It's not that he didn't play bad. He just played different. You're muted. Still muted. I always always do that. Brady, (laughs) you guys got to learn how to read my lips at this point. Uh, So, uh, Brady, it, it looked to me like he played he played passively, like he was again trying to protect something. I, I don't know. It just it wasn't quite decoyish to the extent that it was when he first injured it, but it didn't look totally right tonight. Again, I, I, I mean, again, he had one for he had one field goal attempt through like the first eighteen minutes of the second half. That's that's just not him. No, one hundred percent. I think. The one part of it that I was hesitant about the fact about his ankle, which it, it is definitely something bothering him, but I was saying to the extent of his, his burst was that I thought he was excellent defensively in this game. Like he was very good. Like he was kind of their moving chess piece and the reason they were getting a lot of looks that they wanted. It felt like with the way they placed him off ball and they let him just help off sh- shooters. Uh, I felt like he had like five steals or so in this game, even so. Uh, and he had a big block, but it was, he was doing certain things defensively where you're like, he looks like he has that burst. Then he gets down to the other side of the floor and he was playing, like you said, you looked, he was playing in the corner. Uh, there was like the time where I was like saying to myself, I'm like, oh, they need Kyle and Duncan here because beginning of that fourth, because I was like, this is that that bench lineup group that they usually have trouble with kind of the, like they had in the beginning of the second quarter. And I'm like, wait, that's Jimmy in the corner. <laughs> they didn't go to Highsmith the second half. That was Jimmy Butler sitting in the corner. And it's like, yeah, they just can't have that. And it felt like even when he was on ball, he was just out of sorts. Like he, he had the one tough bucket late in the fourth where he got to the rim and he flipped it up. But like every one of his shots did not feel like they were coming easy. The only one was probably out of that timeout late where he got into that pull up. But it was like, I don't know. He just did not seem like he was. It was the first time we've seen Jimmy Butler out of sorts. And it feels like a long, long time. Like I don't remember the last. It's been over a month we've seen him look like that. Uh, so it was just a, a, a different dynamic. And then it obviously looks like that even more so when your shooting is that bad, like when you're shooting at that level and you're just throwing up brick after brick and Max Truce, the only guy in your starting lineup that was that, you know, had a three and four of them, but he was only guy in your starting lineup. Love could not hit Gabe could not hit. And it's like, yeah, it's making the, the Jimmy stuff look even more obvious that he's not being aggressive because they just have nobody else to go to right now. And if it wasn't for Duncan saving the show, they would have looked a lot worse for him. So it's a, uh, 
it was definitely a weird dynamic, but I think it's definitely something to look at with the ankle because the question is, well, like to Greg's point, did it happen during the game at some point? Mm-hmm. Maybe he tweaked it when he came down on that jumper or something like that where it just started to bother him? Because I don't know. It seemed, it seemed like even early in the game, it felt like he, he wasn't moving as bad as he was late kind of toward the second, third quarter-ish. We've, we've, we've talked about how good the role players are. We did a whole podcast on it yesterday. Uh, love 0 of 7 from 3. Did we jinx it? We did. Uh, love 0 of 7 from 3. Gabe 0 of, 0 of 3 from 3. I, this was Gabe's worst game of the playoffs, actually, I thought, on both ends. Um, I mean, Brunson's getting away with some stuff, but you got you got to expect that at this point. He's, he's going to push off, and it's just something that they got to learn to deal with. Uh, but, but Kevin was not good tonight. Uh, and we mentioned Max was four of 10 from three. Duncan was, was five of 10 from three. That's nine of 20. Rest of the team was four of 23. So, I mean, Lowry was two of eight from three off the bench. I thought Caleb was okay tonight, but not super impactful. So, and and then here, here's the other stat, Alex, we've talked about the rebounding all series. They were out rebounded. Some of this is missed shots, but I mean, they they were out rebounded 50 to 34. Uh, I mean, that that just told you. It, the, honestly, I'm stunned they had a chance to win this thing. They, they really didn't do anything well. <laughs> like, they did, and they doubled their free throws. Free throw right, throws. well, and then but they missed free throws too. Like Jimmy missed a couple big ones um, mm-hmm. that, that you, as they were making a run. And it's just like they didn't do anything right. And on the other hand, I mean, Tibbs really did this tonight. He played Brunson and Grimes all 48 minutes. And then Grimes came up gimpy at the end of the game. That's not sustainable. I when I look at everything that happened tonight, and I, I don't want to be called a homer for this. I, I don't. As long as Jimmy's healthy, I, I think the Heat close this thing out on Friday night. I mean, they they played poorly. Tibbs went to a seven man rotation, playing two guys the entire game. They got out rebounded. They didn't shoot well, and they were down four at the end of this thing. Alex. Yeah, and that's kind of what it all comes down to here. Is they were playing from behind, and that's their own fault. Um, for the flaws that they showed in this game, specifically with their offense and how it can look when the shots are drastically not falling. Like, it's one thing to be average or bad. That was just awful. They ended up getting, you know, they kind of brought the percentage up a little bit in the second half with Duncan doing his thing. But, like, they were around 17% from three for most of the game. You know, Duncan and Max really took you out of it. But um, for a, a game where you got not very good, uh, scoring from Jimmy Butler, a game where you could not hit a three to save your life. You also didn't shoot well um, at the rim. 58% at the rim is not good. It's a 20, 20th percentile in the league. Um, you got out-rebounded by 16, and that was all in the second half because it was almost even at halftime. And I think that's where you gave up the game. Like You cannot let them get to all those second-chance um, looks and all those second possessions that I think you'd let them get to. Like. The, the defensive principles and the game plan are all cool. You can execute that, but all of that goes to shit if you're just going to, you know, give them those those second-chance points. And I think that the one thing that he did well tonight was the points off turnovers. They killed the Knicks in that aspect, which is always a good thing for them. It was a big part of their blueprint all season. Everything went wrong, and they still had a chance um, to win this game. I liked what they did where they were involving Brunson in so many actions on offense. They were really going at him with the Knicks, uh, showing and recovering him all the time. Grimes played a good game, but Jimmy just did not take advantage of him um, like he did in other games. Grimes is too small. He's a good defender for his size, you know, good young defender in general. He made a big play there at the end with that steal that he got. Um, he is way too small to guard Jimmy Butler. And that's where I'm just concerned, just making sure that Jimmy is good 
for Friday's game and going forward because really, like, you did not get great scoring games from him or Bam. You couldn't make a three. Like I said, they didn't finish well at the rim. You got doubled up in free throws, like Brady mentioned. You got out-rebounded by 16. So almost everything outside of the points off turnovers and turnover battle went wrong. You were still able to be in striking distance at the end of the day. Let's get to the hack Robinson here. Um, I hate the strategy. I always have. I I, I think, to me, it only makes sense if you're trailing by a lot, which they weren't at that stage. Uh, And... What it showed to me, I'll go to, I'll go back to Brady on this, uh, and then after the break, we'll, we'll project forward a little bit. What it showed to me was Spoda just didn't trust his core defense tonight, right? Like I, because typically he would try. I mean, they've gotten into plenty, back into plenty of games this season by just playing defense and winning these clutch games without resorting to that stuff. And he's not like an Andre Drummond level free throw shooter. He's not good, but he's not awful his form is okay that thing is ugly well i mean he made look what he made the two see i i hate doing it in the other building too i I, i've always been of the theory if you're going to do it you do it at home you do it on the road if the guy makes a cup first thing it gets the crowd into it anyway because it's just it draws everybody's attention to it and then if the guy makes a couple you have what you had there which is that the msg crowd starts rallying behind mitchell robinson and it gave them more energy it was very. It just wasn't spo like to me. Like it's, I, Ethan. It's, one, it's not a one good real trade. quick. It's a trust. One thing, real quick, before we, uh, before Brady gets in there. Like to, to your point, the half court defense stuff and spo not trusting it. You got eighty eight points combined between the three best players on fifty two percent shooting from the field, twenty seven to fifty two. So. I mean, that should tell you about their half court. No, I, I, anyway. and, and, and I understand that. And a lot, and all of that from Randall came after the first quarter. Cause he was one of seven and in, 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 he was one of seven in the first, but I still don't, th- I mean, your defense has carried you for large portions of the season down the stretch of games. They won clutch games this year because of their defense and their free throw shooting. And because Jimmy would make a play at the end, like, they, and, and when Tyler was playing, sometimes he made a few of them. Brady, I don't like it. I I don't know why he did it, honestly. I mean, I'll say first, it's like it's one of those things that you either look like a genius or an idiot, <laughs> like after the fact. Like it's it's literally one of those things you throw out there, and it's like you look one way or the other. Uh, but it definitely says it, it says a lot about their half court defense. It says a lot about what Brunson was doing in this game specifically. The fact that he was just breaking people down and getting to whatever spot he wanted to. And we talked about that in comparison to Jimmy before. The way he can get to his spots, like Brunson was just absolutely carving them up in certain parts of this game. It didn't matter where the help came down from. Like they, he was just finding areas to get shots off. And the other part of this is Duncan Robinson playing, being your probably your best offensive player for a good portion of time, keeping him on the floor means right. you have to overextend defensively. So it's like, they're going to put him in every action defensively. They know that they're going to have to overcommit possession after possession down the stretch because they're keeping him on the floor. So it almost it, that that reason is why I think he went to it mostly is because they knew what they were going to have to do. It wasn't like they were throwing an extra defender in there for Duncan. If that was the case, then you're obviously leaning in the man on man stuff. But that was uh, definitely felt uncharacteristic for him specifically. But Ethan, I'll throw something back at you real quickly on another topic because I thought it was interesting. We t- you mentioned Jimmy kind of they played high minutes over there in New York. Jimmy plays 43 minutes, plays the entire second half. The one thing I've been like curious about is why they're so willing to play Jimmy for an entire second half for all these but minutes, not but not Bam. Right. It's a, it's a weird dynamic to me. And it's like they talked about preserving Jimmy and, and getting him to this point, but it's like Bam's the younger guy. Bam's the guy. And I know he's dealing with injuries, but so is Jimmy. It's just, it's a weird scenario that I can't really figure out. 
So it's like he ends up playing 39 minutes, and I know it's still, but playoff time right now at this time, it felt like he should at least begin the whole second half almost. It's like those Cody Zeller minutes, like, yeah, he's had good moments, but it's like at least defensively especially, it feels like they need to play him kind of aligned with Jimmy, right? Well, okay, so let's look at the minutes overall here because I, I think you make a good point. So Jimmy plays 43, Bam played 39, Kyle played 31 off the bench, uh, Caleb played 28, Shrews played 26. I mean, the surprising minutes were the Duncan minutes, right? 22, Vincent 23, and Love played only 16 because he just he wasn't making shots tonight. Highsmith and Zeller got 12 combined. Oh, look, I'm with you. I, I don't I don't really understand it because to me, Bam has looked healthier lately. Like that's it, it's looked like whatever was bothering him, the shoulder, the hamstring. It has I thought he had a really good game today that could have been more impactful, but they kind of forgot about him again at times. Like I don't think this was necessarily on him. He ended up with 18, 8, and 2. He ended up with five fouls. And the other decision I I didn't like tonight. And I, cause I always say this and somebody put it totally properly on Twitter. In my view, I hate when coaches foul their own guy out. Like it was pretty damn clear that Kyle Lowry was out playing Gabe Vincent today. Right. Are we in agreement on that? Like it, yes. it's sort of been game to game, but Kyle outplayed Gabe today. Right. Yes. So why, when he picks up the fifth foul, do you put him on the bench and essentially shelve him? I've where never then you that. don't get what he need you need from him at the end of the game. Like what? Why, why not just wait until he fouls out? Okay, so he fouls out, then you go to Gabe. Like I, I, I don't like, and that's another one. Spolstra doesn't always do that either. He it's kind of 50-50 on that. There are some coaches who religiously guy gets five fouls, they put him on the bench, and they basically bench their own guy. I don't get it. See, sitting Kyle was a huge mistake. Do we agree on that? Because I didn't. We, this isn't a second did. guess. This was a first guess. I didn't like it at the time. Uh, 100% agree. I think that this was a game that the more it unfolded, uh, I don't know. Uh, they're going to take care of this in six. There, It was not anybody's best night. They were not as sharp. And there's just there's a difference between a team that's fighting for their life and a team that's up 3-1. And, like, we saw those differences, and they're around the margins. And that's, like, kind of the way that we saw. But I think that the Heat will come out with a much different disposition after getting this game um you know kind of getting smacked in the mouth uh so so that's the good thing because i feel like this is as good as new york can play and miami was still hanging around for most of the game right i mean brunson had 38 tonight and by the way i know not everybody was watching both games but i was trying to the same exact stuff happened in the panther game you talk about desperation same exact stuff happened panthers lackadaisical effort their stars didn't really show up tonight and they kind of, they let Toronto get ahead, and then they kind of made a charge and didn't do enough late. That's it's, it was the exact same game. Toronto was down 3-0. The Knicks were down 3-1. This kind of stuff happens in series. I still think the Panthers are going to close that out eventually and because it would be historic if they don't because there's only four teams in the NHL history that have not closed out a 3-0 series. Uh, and I think that the Heat do close this out on Friday, again, depending on Jimmy because – and we'll talk about this after the break – if they don't get game six, then all of a sudden this whole momentum thing is flipped. And then you're then the garden will be a different animal in a game seven up there. And you just do not want to deal with that. We do want to mention a couple of our sponsors, especially because one of them is here in the comments. I want to make sure that we mention her, our friend Lynette. Check out at insurancebylynette.com. There she is, 954-581-8800. I've told you, Lynette, you're going to be on the stage with us here at some point. So prepare, 954 954- 581-8800. Go to insurancebylanette.com. That's two N's, two T's. 
get your life insurance, your renter's insurance, <coughs> all kinds of different insurance, especially car insurance there. You don't have a great driving record. Lynette can certainly help you with that. Based kind of, what would I say, Lynette? Sort of the north North Lauderdale area, a little bit west. Um, but again, can service the entire area here. 954-581-8800. Give her a call, talk heat, and get your insurance taken care of. Also, I uh, do want to mention one more sponsor here, Water Cleanup of Florida. You can find them at wcufl.com. That's wcufl.com. If you've got any kind of a leak in your house, they'll take care of it immediately. Michael Robert and his entire team, reach out to him at 561-408-7835. That's 561-408-7835. They also do the preventative service for you. They got a new program here where they will – essentially take care of everything before it happens, which is certainly something you want to do if you live in Broward County, particularly downtown Fort Lauderdale, where Brady and I were essentially taking boats to see each other. You know that the floods can come here in South Florida at any time. So go to Water Cleanup of Florida, WCUFL.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. I want all three of you in on this. If you've got the schmutz, they got, they the, got guts. the guts. Got the guts. Go. All right. So let's talk. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk guts as we go forward here. Um, I don't think Spolster needs to make. And thank, yes, thank you, Lynette. We appreciate that. Um, I don't think that they need to make uh, drastic adjustments going into the next game, right? I mean, you don't overreact to Brunson getting 38, right? You don't. But, uh, Alex, is there one adjustment? I mean, they got to shoot better. That's not an adjustment. Um, and Jimmy's ankle, that's not an adjustment. Uh, so what does Spolscher do? Or if, if Jimmy is, is hobbled but plays on Friday, is there an adjustment that you do need to make there, particularly defensively? Well, yeah, I mean, look, there's a couple ways that this can go. I mean, you just got to see what's going on with Jimmy. Um, assuming he's playing, I don't think there's any major adjustment that needs to be made. In fact, I like some of the things that they uh, were leaning into offensively tonight as far as the actions with, like I mentioned before, um, just kind of revving up even more the actions involving Jalen Brunson, making him defend. Um, and I think they've really taken advantage of, of him overall this series, and that's the, one of the biggest reasons Max has gotten off because he's often on Max. More of that, that's great. I love the way that they engage Mitchell Robinson a little bit more. Um, the past couple of games, I think he is prone to foul trouble. You want to bring him up into space offensively. And I, I think mostly what, what you saw tonight, um, this is the first game where Thibodeau's game plan has really worked out for his team. Because they, I think they've done a decent job, the Knicks have overall, of, of enforcing their game plan where they're really sending – 
the help towards the paint and the heat have done a good job countering with just the extra ball movement and really leaning into that stuff. I think tonight they did a little bit too much specifically Jimmy Butler. I think so many opportunities for him, even with all the bodies that are being sent there. And yes, they are very short windows where he has somebody one-on-one. It's like a second or less because they're not actual windows with how many bodies they're sending at him. He's got to do a better job of, of finding the creases, um, initiating contact the way that he usually does. He just told me last game, and it, it could have been a bluff, right? It could have been a bluff, but he just told me last game he loves getting double teamed and that he wants to see if he can uh, score over the double teams. We know that he can find those creases. Yes, that's the thing. He was looking like Bam in some of those. No disrespect towards Bam. I'm just saying, like, there was times where he he wasn't even looking. And you guys know me. I'm I'm a Bam defender till the end. But, like, he is supposed to be the primary scorer. He's got to look at the rim. And even if they're going to send all those bodies, you have to actually collapse first. He did it sometimes, and, and he really left his mark on the other stuff. Like, he did a great job defensively, like Brady mentioned. Did a good job playmaking and rebounding. All that stuff was great. Um, you know, there was some off-ball buckets. Overall, Jimmy has to be more aggressive and at, at the very least getting into the paint and collapsing. And he, he's got to get more shots up. Like that mid-range shot he had in the fourth quarter was a perfect example. There was a, like a second window where he had – was it Grimes one-on-one there? And he just, you know, um, went up and took that shot. He's got to do a little bit more of that. I want to address a couple things in the comments here because I'm going through them. Okay, let, let's let's start here. Jimmy being up drinking wine or posting on IG is not the reason that he struggled tonight. Trust me, there are a lot worse things that he and other guys could be doing and have done uh, before playoff games. All right. The other thing is he's not point shaving or anything like that. Essentially, okay, I I, I think what ha- I don't think he felt comfortable on the ankle. I, I don't because to me, he doesn't. I understand there have been games this season where he's been not that aggressive and he passes out of shots and all that, but he hasn't been doing that in the postseason. and they clearly wanted to end it tonight. It just looked like he didn't have confidence in it for whatever reason. And again, the, the supposed is not going to talk about it. Jimmy's not going to talk about it. He's going to be put probably on the injury report as questionable. Okay. Which he was tonight, I believe. And we'll basically find out right before game time what the situation is. So I, I don't think this was anything about anything other than him being in some discomfort tonight. And again, I'm not going to excuse the rest of the performance for the loss. Okay. Uh, they, they did not play well enough tonight. Um, they were not on point, particularly at the start of the third quarter. To me, that's where this thing started to go away. They could have imposed their will on them, gotten the crowd out of it. We had Brian Fonseca there on scene today, and he was saying they were booing Randall when he came back into the game after his first stint. The Heat could not build on that momentum tonight, and that was the problem. And then once the crowd started to get into it, and then I hated the Mitchell Robinson hacker thing at the end of the game, the crowd got really into it. Miami seemed rattled. Lowry picks up the fifth foul. Spo takes him out. And look, the thing with Duncan Robinson is this, and I give Duncan great credit for staying ready the same way I used to give James Jones great credit for staying ready. And I even said Duncan should take every shot here. But the the problem is it gets them out of what they have done, right? Because Duncan has not been a featured part of the offense for the entire year. And so then it's like when Duncan missed a couple and he had a couple that swirled in and out and he had one on the break, they can't get back to what they usually Mm -hmm. do. And it just it felt like they got out of sorts. Bam got forgotten. Jimmy wasn't being aggressive. And they couldn't kind of get over the hump. Combination of things that happened tonight. Um, Greg, as you look ahead to the next game, you feel they're going to close it out. I feel they're going to close it out, provided that Jimmy's healthy. But is there anything concerning 
tonight? I mean, I, I mean, the only thing would be Jimmy not looking at the basket. And if that is something that we're going to see a ton of in game six, how they adjust. I just think Spolstra now is going to go back to the drawing board on how he defends Randall Brunson and Barrett, but primarily Brunson. And I think that they can do some different things. And uh, if any of the shooting can just get a little bit of a spike back home, I feel like they close it out. It's watching Jimmy early for me. That'll be the biggest thing going into game six that I'll be watching for because that's the element, right? If Jimmy all of a sudden doesn't look like playoff Jimmy, then this is a new series. But if they can just close this out and give Jimmy another week to rest, that would be huge. And then let's hope Philly and Boston go for seven. So, well, that's uh, the, that's the other part of this. You, you kind of blew an opportunity here to get Jimmy and Bam some extra rest. If you end up closing this thing out before the next round, um, our guy Gad tweeted this out. I saw you put this in our chat. Uh, Greg, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo combined for the same amount of field goal attempts, 23 as Duncan Robinson and Kevin Love. 23, not a winning formula. It was their only formula to get back on the game in the second half because Duncan started to get it going. But the other thing about it, Brady, was because Duncan started to get it going, Spolster didn't play the other guy who had it going a little bit was Max. So it was kind of one or – because you couldn't play them both defensively, right? But no. it kind of became one or the other with nobody else scoring. And I feel like that's the balance that we've been talking about all season, <laughs> regular season. It was like certain nights – there was never consistency on either end during the regular season. It was like some nights they had the shooting, some nights they didn't have the defense, some nights it was the opposite. It was like, that's what this felt like. It was like, this didn't feel like a scenario where you were going to lean defense, but it did not feel like a scenario where you could put both of your shooters out there and then let Brunson have pick your poison on which guy he wanted to be his screener. So it was like, you had to pick one. Uh, even though Max had the hot start, it definitely felt like the way Duncan ended that quarter they definitely had to stick with them. They just had to. They just had to. And I thought they got good things out of it. I thought it was funny, actually. They ran the exact same play, like, the entire final six minutes of the fourth quarter. They just kept running the same double drag. Jimmy has a ball handler, Duncan, and, and Bam screening. And it was like, that's what they got the Jimmy pulled up out of the timeout with. That was what they got so many looks with. And it was like, I thought at times they were getting good looks out of it. And it was just, that's why it, it really comes back to this. As much as we want to focus on all these things, it was like, Miami just didn't play well. <laughs> like right. It's really that simple. So we can we can sit here and look into this move by Spolstra to, to do the the hack of Robinson or, or different parts of the game, but it was like they just Jimmy didn't play well and the shooters didn't play well. And if that happens, you're not going to win most basketball games. And somehow they were in it because of the defense and the fact that the Knicks seemed to just play themselves into those situations sometimes. But they had no business being in that position, to be honest, with the way they played early in the game. So uh, that's where I think there's a certain level of confidence heading into Game Six because you probably say to yourself, even with the injury. You're not going to see that Jimmy Butler again. And ideally, I guess you wouldn't shoot like that again. But the funny thing is, like we've been saying, this is – what did they end up with? They ended up at 30%, which is pretty much around yeah. where they've been all series. Uh-huh. That's where these things get weird. But I just feel like it was just so loud the way they shot in this game. Like there's the past games mm-hmm. where they – I know it's because they won and we could say that. But when they didn't shoot well in these past games, you didn't even realize it. Like you were kind of like, oh, because everything else was flowing so naturally and that's probably the Jimmy factor. Uh, it was just kind of demoralizing, like in a lot of ways, with the way that the shooting was going. Like they were just right. guys like Love just kept getting shots up. Well, the, the, this was the the one game where the offense bled into the defense, and that's that's the thing that Jimmy talked about during the regular season, uh, where they didn't they weren't shooting the ball well, and then it would affect them on the other end. They did create some turnovers tonight. That wasn't so much the problem, but just that that the certain points of the game where they needed to be on point, they weren't. 
and and they and they let Brunson get to certain spots that they hadn't let him get to. When he gets into the lane and, and you know the, in, and he can make those little push shots, that's that's a problem. They, they have to. They, I don't think again. I don't think they have to overreact to it. <laughs> Levi builds a wall. Ankle to Jimmy. Um, like the Giannis wall. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they have to overreact to it. But I, I do think that there needs to be some adjustment here. But look, Tim's going to play Brunson forty-eight minutes a game. He's going to. I mean, I don't think quickly is going to be back for the next game because he's been doubtful for the last two and a sat. I, he doesn't trust any of his backup guards. I know Forney, I guess, was sick tonight, so that wasn't even an option. But he didn't play Rose. He didn't play McBride. He's just uh, he's just going to ride these guys, and I think eventually it's it's going to catch up to them. I think it probably catches up to them Friday, um, and I think we have a better if we see a better Jimmy game. I think they're they're going to win this one. The Heat um, open as four and a half point favorites on Better Edge. Use the code. There you five go. RSN. Better Edge. Use code five RSN. That's right. We hear about it. Um, people are asking if we're going to hear from Jimmy about today's game. I don't think Jimmy's Jimmy when he's banged up typically doesn't talk. We'll see if they drag him out to the podium tonight or if he does it in locker room. Um, the setup in New York, they did bring uh, three players out the last time in addition to Spo. Spo's already talked and apparently did not really say a whole lot about Jimmy's situation. They're not going to talk about it. They don't like to talk about injuries. Uh, this comes in for Jason Myers. Knicks were desperate on their home floor. You got to bring it up another level to close out a team on the road, and we didn't. It's not like <laughs> we've been shooting lights out. They just wasn't – they were not – I'll just say it again. They just were not on point in a bunch of different areas tonight. Spolster knew it, and that's why he got gimmicky late in the game, basically, which was lots of Duncan Robinson and hacking Mitchell Robinson. Not an ideal formula. They got kind of close. I never felt like tonight, though, they were going to get over the hump, whereas other nights I have. So we'll see what happens on Friday night. Alex Brady and I, I guess we're going back to the arena. Probably should leave now. Uh, it means Greg will be hosting the show on Friday night. Thanks to our sponsors, Insurance by Lynette. Dot com. Of course, she's she's here with us. Water cleanup of Florida. You got the schmutz. They got the guts and prize picks. Use code five F-I-V-E. Have a good night, everybody. The world is not ending. I think they close it out Friday. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.